0: everyone, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host and Mrs. Claus body double, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined today by a true paragon of comfort and joy, Sean Dunham.
1: Hi, Hi Sean. Ooh, we're cozy up to we're the cozy. fire today.
0: Oh, do you hear the crackles? <laughs> <laughs> we we should have got a sound Yeah, we should have. Uh, Jer is away on assignment today, and I'm not saying that said si- assignment is holiday-related, But there may or may not be a slayer and reindeer involved. Yeah. And he is a jolly man with a beard.
1: Just saying. Yes, definitely. The truth is out there. (laughs) The truth is out there, Fox. (laughs)
0: Uh, Listen, y'all, it's the week before Christmas. This is a time for coziness, togetherness, and relaxation. But certainly not hard work. No, no, no. no. So we're calling tonight's episode a fireside chat with Sonia and Sean. Yeah, and we're just gonna chat.
1: We just lay the the bare skin rug out, <laughs> yes. and we just we get on there. With we're our fully dressed. Wine. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, we're wearing
0: footy pajamas. <laughs> we're wearing like
1: we're wearing flannels, mm-hmm. and we get our little mulled wine, and we get our little hot chalky,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we just chat.
0: <laughs> oh, we chat and chat.
1: Oh, we chat, 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 chat.
0: And that's what we'll do. So let's chat, Sean. How do you feel about this this holiday season?
1: This one particularly. Well,
0: <laughs> this is sort of a loaded one. Yeah. This, In general, this, this one, one's a, whatever not you a great feel. One.
1: Um, I honestly love this season, although I it doesn't feel very you know of the Christmas moment to me right now. But mm. um, once I get home and then I'm like with all my fam, yeah. I feel like it'll it'll always step it up. But I kind of do love it because time is means nothing, mm-hmm. uh, as you probably know. Just like movies are being replayed. I'm soaking them in. I'm not really – I'm, you know, basically my eyes are glazed over. Sometimes I'm reading. Sometimes I'm eating. Sometimes I'm eating a Bailey's. <laughs> it's a very – you know, it's one of those like time doesn't exist, but I kind of love that.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, as you know, I I forgot what day it was today. I yes. thought it was the 23rd.
1: <laughs> Thank God, though. You did all your shopping. And
0: now I'm done. And
1: now you're done. But, well, yeah. You gained a day.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that for me.
1: What about you? What is the dangers? What, are the, what takes place mm. in that family?
0: Yeah, same. I, I love this season. I love the coziness. I really have been appreciating the Christmas lights this year. Like, they truly, I feel, help a person's mental health when you oh, live yeah. in a place where it's dark all the time. But now that the solstice has passed, listeners...
1: These days are getting longer, baby. Oh,
0: I'm cluing into that fact, I'll (laughs) tell you what. Um, Yeah, it's a weird year. Things feel kind of bad, but we won't talk about that at length.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm excited to to be home with my fam. I'll go home for a couple days and eat a lot and drink a lot. And like you said, half consume
1: a lot of movies. (laughs) Yeah, what are your your little rituals? What do you guys do?
0: Mm, Well... I We haven't done our annual Love actually viewing yet.
1: Oh, and that's a that's an annual thing. That's
0: an annual. So I suspect that will happen. Um, I suspect my mom will also say, we have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. And, and we do. You okay. Know? And it's good. Don't um, put your foot down. Yeah, those ones. The old um, Rudolph is a big one for me. Oh. The classic Grinch is yeah, also the- a big one.
1: Like the Island of Broken Toys, yes, yeah, the I've deranged been that in a long time. for our
0: lives version. Yeah, that's yeah. very scary. It is pretty spooky, but like also just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: the animation on that is really fun. Yeah. Very recognizable.
0: Oh, also Charlie Brown Christmas is another big one in our house. That album will be bumping.
1: Oh, great <laughs> for album. For days. Do do do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we don't have a ton of rituals in the. In terms of like watching the movies, we do we do all of our presents and stuff on Christmas Eve. Love it, Us which too. is very nice because like who wants to wait around? Um, and then the Christmas Day is just for lounging, mm-hmm. extremely hard. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Christmas Day is for lounging, and then my family also has a tradition where Boxing Day is what's called Slob Day. I believe I've said this on the radio before. Slob. Yeah, we're just like. You don't have to do anything. Literally, like, it's kind of like fend for yourselves for meals. Like, everyone's just eating leftovers and stuff. Everybody's playing with their Christmas toys and just, like, you know, hanging out.
1: Slobbing around. Yeah, you
0: don't even have to do your own dishes. That was the thing as a kid. Like, you Who can does don't leave the dishes till tomorrow.
1: Oh, tomorrow's dishes. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Slob day, so looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. Even though I'm now uh, maybe an adult. I'll be, <laughs> Maybe I'll be adopting slob day. Yeah,
0: I think it's a good tradition. So... I mean, it is... Even though we're, we talked about kind of letting movies passively wash over
1: you... Yes.
0: I feel like this is a season of watching many things.
1: Yes. A, a season of many things.
0: A season of many things. What have you been getting those little peepers on?
1: Well, so... I didn't watch this last year. But I wanted to complete the trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I watched Princess Switch 2 Switched Again. Iconic. Um, And if people don't know... Princess, the Princess Switch came out a couple of years ago by now, mm-hmm. um, and it is about Vanessa Hudgens. She is a baker. She goes on a trip to Moldavia or whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. Molden <and laughs> Grave. It's one of these like made up dumb names, and she realizes that that queen of that of that country looks exactly like her for no really reason, um, like they're maybe distant cousins or something. And then they do a Princess Switch, and you know they are discovered, and things work out. But this one, Princess 2, switched again. This one is the same sort of plot, except that it's two years later. Stacy, who is the baker, is now the um, princess of Belgravia, because after the events of the first one, she married the prince of Belgravia. Mm-hmm. He fell in love with her. And so and then Margaret is poised to take the Belgravian throne. Um, and so... And then Kevin and Olivia, who are stacy's um friends from from Chicago, they come to visit um because Kevin and Margaret are maybe like um an item, and um what is oh and the point is that there's a third princess or oh, a, yeah. a third Vanessa Hudgens, and that is comes in the form of. Uh, the lady Fiona Pembroke, her very party Rita Ora looking like very Rita Ora, vibes. very Rita Ora cousin, and she pops in and she decides to do her own princess switch and she wants to kidnap the princess, poses her to be, um, you know, knight queen to become uh, to take the throne and then she will put a bunch of money into an account. Because by royal decree and she will like you know because she's poor and so obviously but the other two princesses at this point have already switched so she kidnaps the wrong princess right, right, right. and it's obviously insane and she gets her comeuppance um, and it is like you know Ridiculous. There's like a sexy flower fight in the kitchen. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot.
1: (laughs) They're just throwing flower on each other. Um, But then what you might not know is that I also watched The Princess Switch (gasps) 3.
0: Wow. Now tell me, is there a fourth And that one is called Romancing
1: the Star. And I thought... I hoped to God that there would be a fourth Vanessa Hudgens, but... Because it's the formula, but they didn't. Oh. Which is really sad. This one focuses on... Okay. So... Then Stacy and Margaret, who are now princesses and queens of right. Belgravia, and they are hosting. Uh, they decorate the tree with the Star of Peace, which is a um, <laughs> which is a, a relic from the Vatican that they're lent. But then somebody steals it <gasps> overnight, and so then they try. To, the police are no help. In fact, the police give a traditional um, Belgravian saying from, from the one of the cop. He says. Um, that would be a pie crust promise. Easily made and easily broken. What? Because <laughs> pie, <laughs> like, pie crust and, is
0: notoriously easy to make.
1: Yeah, not very not easy to make. Because they were like, can you help us? And he's like, I won't promise that, even though it is his job. Um, but anyway, so they approach Fiona, who is um, serving out her time. Oh, right. And they say, why don't you help us? Because you have the mind of a criminal. You help us find out who stole the star." of bees or whatever
0: sort of and, like a silence of the lambs yeah situation. yeah she
1: plays hannibal basically <laughs> and um wearing the
0: like
1: face mask but it's like encrusted with jewels yeah yeah um and um so then it turns into this sort of sexy spy thriller um and they're they have to pull off a heist there's um you know like late like a you know when the lasers are everywhere and then you're like sexily going between the lasers yeah. to get around it. She does that several times. Um anyway, it's really ridiculous, but Oh, and there's a bit of a villain origin story of her because she they flash back to her in school and her at Christmas her mom didn't ever come to the school for her. Oh. So then this is something she holds on to. And a reason that made her a criminal.
0: Yeah but anyway Christmas anyways, trauma makes it is Christmas a trauma
1: and it gets resolved her mom comes to visit her and she's like okay I love you now Ugh, classic. Um, and yeah but I think that it easily could have been fixed by a fourth Vanessa Hudgens popping mm. in
0: yeah that just seems like a miss like
1: yeah it's a miss
0: why would you not take that opportunity I agree so of the three wait did you watch the first one
1: I did watch the first okay. one yeah
0: so of the three is there one you like the best
1: Probably the first one was because the premise was ridiculous. Yeah. And it just really started this um, dumb premise. Um, But um, bonus points to number two for taking the idea and really jumping over the shark with it.
0: Yeah. By introducing the (laughs) third.
1: (laughs) Enthusiastically jumping a shark.
0: They were like, listen, Vanessa
1: gifted actors. <laughs> yeah, three wigs, three accents.
0: Okay, and am I wrong, or does the third one have, like, a blunt bob, or am I imagining
1: that? Um, no, the bl- the third one has this long white, or long, like, platinum blonde hair. Mm. And there is a point in the third one, oh, also because uh, so in the third one, there's a, because there's a princess switch in each yeah. one, of course. of course. Of course. So in the third one, um, the they all start impersonating Fiona for a reason because – oh, because the guy that stole the star piece, he invites her, Fiona, to his party. And so then the one Margaret is like, I'll be her and I'll go to that party while Fiona does the actual heist at the time. And then no. <laughs> while this is happening – uh and then while this is happening, her parole officer shows up, and so then Stacy is like, "Oh no, I have to play Fiona as well to get her oh to God. appease her parole officer." So there's a moment where all three of them are dressed her. It's wow. ridiculous.
0: With the long platinum. Yeah,
1: with the long hair.
0: Like wigs like that don't come cheap.
1: No inches, inches, inches. I think the they probably use the same one and just like. Oh yeah. And then just like put them all.
0: I forgot you how know, movies were. Digitally, work. yeah. I forgot. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I, it's on my list for sure. Um, I
1: feel like if it, if Christmas passes, you can't. No, like I don't know when you are you can't watch it in January. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: you know what though? I do love to break the rules. Yeah, you do. And bend the space you time. You play white after
1: you wear white after Labor Day oh, and you do all these things.
0: Absolutely, I don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> wear black and brown at the same time. You can't <laughs> stop me. Um, I uh. Rewatched a Christmas classic that I watched for the first time last year. A little movie called Die Hard.
1: Oh yes!
0: But what's very that fun, was your first time
1: last year. Right? Last
0: year was the first time, so this is my second time. Um, what's very fun is that I watched it with my friend, friend of the show Bridget McNutt, mm-hmm. who was seeing it for the first time, right? And who I really did not assume would like it. I was like, this girl is not an action movie girl, the same way that I'm not. You she can't, got very into it. She fight really it. You the power of Die Hard. No, it is such oh, it's honestly just so good. Like why is it so good?
1: Um I think that Hans Gruber plays a major part in it. I was going
0: to say Alan Rickman, definitely. Yeah, it's the Alan
1: Rickman magic.
0: He's and he's he's so good in it.
1: Yeah, like, I love the the part when he's like demanding the release of his like uh comrades across the <laughs> the, the country and then he's like I don't know I read it in time <laughs> yeah
0: I love it like cause it's a ruse <laughs> cause
1: it's a ruse but it's so good
0: yeah like do we need to say what Die Hard's about
1: um I wouldn't think but apparently there are some Bridget McNuts out I there guess, yeah that are out here unawares yeah
0: so Bruce Willis plays New York City cop John McClane who's coming to L.A. Famously shoeless city cop. Shoeless John. (laughs) Yeah. um, Who's coming to (laughs) L.A. to uh, see his estranged wife and children because she moved there for work. It's a whole thing. She's having, inexplicably, her workplace is having their Christmas party on Uh, Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, very close to Christmas.
0: (laughs) Uh, In their place of business, this very fancy Nakatomi Tower.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then some, you know, just some terrorists show up, some European terrorists who are trying to steal all the money. Yeah. Because, again, and also, like, is it common for business people to just have, like, a huge room in their office building full Full of priceless items and, like, bonds and money?
1: (laughs) Like, I wouldn't think so, but it was the 80s.
0: The 80s. It It was a time of excess. Like, as soon as the movie starts, you're just like, oh, the hair. I know.
1: Everyone's holiday outfits. Yeah. I love it. It's, like, everything is encrusted with, like, a sequin or like a jeweled mm-hmm. some way
0: big shoulders big hair yeah pencil skirts for days yeah um so yeah and just like the the gravitas that alan rickman brings to that role and then also has those like little comedic moments Mm -hmm. and is so like endearing weirdly because he's such an evil dude throughout the movie but you like kind of like him i don't know is that and then he does his american
1: accent to trick sean McClane.
0: made me laugh because you know i love to talk about europeans trying to do an american accent Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's one where i'm like how could you believe that like I guess it was a different time. You know, you didn't interface with people from across the world as often as we do now. But it just the it's vowels like, are oh so wrong. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, like it
0: just doesn't sound legit. And it, I was laughing about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I need to watch the other ones. Then I don't I think, know if
1: you need to.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think they watch the next one the next night. So I'll have to ask, ask Bridget what she thought.
1: Oh, really? She just kept going.
0: Kept going on that the McLean train. Franchise.
1: Once you get on the McLean train. Yeah, there's
0: no getting off.
1: So, yeah. Um, I was like, for I was going to ask a dumb question. I was like, Alan Rickman didn't show up for the second one, but it's because he dies in a f- in a you know splattery way in the yeah, first one. Yeah, he falls real far. Fall. Um, have I told my tidbit that when he was filming that he did not realize that they were going to drop him? No, and that's why I mean, his maybe you have, but the I expression forgot. on his face is very real because he thought they were, he was just going to dangle there, but then they just drop him onto like. I don't know a one of those a big cushions, fluffy like cushion or whatever. But he is like very surprised when they actually let him. Not go.
0: even a stunt guy, like it, they actually pushed they him dropped, out that they window. Drop
1: poor Alan Rickman right out! Yeah. Oh
0: my god! I know. Because it was far. Well,
1: Maybe I don't know. We don't know how movie far. Magic. Yeah, movie magic. But it wasn't. It probably wasn't nothing.
0: I would look surprised too. <laughs> like,
1: if I dropped two feet, I would be surprised.
0: I feel like I'd be swearing. I feel like I would ruin the take. Yeah dang
1: they gambled and they 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 bet on Rickman and he provided
0: (laughs) he came through (laughs) what else you been watching
1: well I also watched another I've been trying to get in like to the Netflix holiday movies Mm -hmm. because obviously there are a million yeah and so I watched one um, last week called Single All The Way oh did you see that have you seen this
0: yes we gotta talk about it yeah
1: it's great well it's actually not great
0: didn't we talk about it
1: I don't think so. Just,
0: I think briefly we did, but
1: in maybe in person, but I don't think on the show.
0: Oh my god! I think oh I'm having god. a stroke.
1: <laughs> Poor Sonia. Well,
0: no, let's talk about it because I also wanted to talk about ch- it. Now. If
1: people check the check the receipts and we actually have, then we will blur. We all both this out, had but, a stroke. Yeah, mutual tr- stroke. Um, so it is Michael Yuri. Mm-hmm. It plays this man who is perpetually single and his family is obsessed with him yeah, and obsessed like with the facts yeah <laughs> obsessed with the fact that he's single and so he's like oh i don't want to go home for christmas and i will be single again why don't i convince you my best friend and roommate
0: hottest person alive yes
1: um why don't i convince you to pretend to be my boyfriend and we go home for uh christmas and so then he's like oh also there's a, a there's a part where he's like no, I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, what, are you going to think about your dead mom, like, all weekend? <laughs> yeah. Like, something so...
0: I don't want you here thinking about your dead mom all alone. Like,
1: just t- trying to do some exposition, but it was very, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was
0: not subtle.
1: Yeah, what are you going to think about your dead... <laughs> it's <laughs> like that... No one speaks to their friend that, no. that way. Anyway, so he does end up coming home. He meets the whole family. He meets, um... Kathy and Jimmy, as mom. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol as her um her christmas nickname is um barry bostwick plays dad jennifer coolidge plays aunt sandy iconic she was like she truly was in a different film
0: yeah
1: she was she was in a better film (laughs) she
0: was if it was all aunt sandy i would have been so in oh yeah
1: if if there's a spinoff it's just like aunt sandy's like like christmas vacation or something i would be very in um and um, so yeah, then while when he gets home, then his mom is like, "Well, I set you up with, on a blind date, so you have to go." And then so then, Michael Eary is like, you know, a bit of a tr- a bit of a third. What what is it? Love triangle. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I was going to say triad, and then third wheel. I don't know my words, but I know my meaning. Mm. Um, Anyway, and but then
0: <laughs> I, <what> I, mean. <laughs> I don't know why I thought but that. But then was so these funny. two
1: uh like the entire family is trying to get um Nick, who is his friend, to actually admit that he is in love with him and that they should date. And it is I was like this would be psychotic if Nick didn't actually be like, "You know what? I actually am in love with him." It's wild.
0: It's so wild. Um yeah, it's so confusing because like The whole him pretending to be his boyfriend thing immediately goes away it's
1: gone yeah like
0: that's not a plot point
1: they're like oh why don't you go on this blind date and he's like yeah do it
0: (laughs) yeah it's so the writing is honestly so rough like the writing dialogue does not sound like any human has ever talked
1: that's i think well that's why like it was because i was like um kathleen and jimmy jennifer coolidge like y'all are great why is this so awkward? And, yeah, I think they the were dialogue doing was best. just bad.
0: Like, it, that made me so angry, honestly, like, to waste... To have these talents... And a Coolidge...
1: Yeah, to have these talents in the room and you don't give them anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Jennifer Coolidge did do, an, a, like, an incredible... She had a scene, <laughs> a, a Shining Light scene, where she is trying to direct this school play or some or wait, community play. Mm. Um, and she thinks... She's like, no, 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 no. And then she... Rips away all their scripts and then does the whole scene playing every character. Like, Joseph, Mary, like, mm-hmm. Shepard. And it—that that is, like, the best scene in the entire film. Because I th- honestly think that she just improv that.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, there were so many... Oh, there's so much, like, gay stereotyping in this movie. Yeah. And there are moments where it's fun. But... Th- Literally halfway through the movie, I was like, I have to look up who wrote and directed this because I don't believe that I don't any believe gay it. person was involved in this. And miraculously, both the writer and director are gay men.
1: Hmm. Well.
0: Which I'm just like.
1: Yeah. It When they won't go to that sort of party. to yeah, at, the, the at the beginning, they go to this plaid party. And it is with the most stereotypical... 90s. Yeah, like,
0: it's like, it reminds me of Carrie's Friends from Sex and the City. It is
1: literally that. It's like a 90s, like, gay man's party that people are, like, thinking of. They're like,
0: fabulous! Yeah, like, very and, and that, basically yeah. Basically it's that. Just for six minutes.
1: Yeah, and then Nick is just, like, random, like, a normal person in yeah. this, like, in this sort of, like, gay goblin, like, <laughs> room. <laughs> it's really weird.
0: It's so weird, and that's, I feel like that's kind of the thing with the whole movie, is, like, the tone is all over the place.
1: Yeah, or like when Michael like does this choreographed dance with his two Gen Z nieces. They're like, do you remember how to do it? And then they do this very extended sequence where it's just like, what is happening? To a Britney Spears Christmas song. Um,
0: I actually highly recommend, I don't highly recommend watching this movie. I do highly recommend going on YouTube and looking up uh, Queens Who Like to Watch, which is uh, drag queens... Uh, Trixie and Katya they have a Netflix YouTube show where they like react to things from Netflix and their reaction to this movie is spectacular oh really I
1: should watch that
0: they may or may not flip a table <laughs>
1: oh my god <laughs>
0: which they've been threatening to do for years um, because yeah that scene in particular that might be actually spoiler alert where they flip the table because they're just like what is this yeah who is this
1: um, although I do I will say that Philemon Chambers who plays Nick mm. I think he's great I, I do, too. really enjoyed him
0: and what's so sad is like they do not give him a single character trait
1: no they give him he's like does task rabbits he
0: does task rabbit he's like there for Michael Yuri and he wrote a kids book like those are
1: the things right I was surprised that he wrote that kids book <laughs> I was like wait what
0: <laughs> <laughs> why were you surprised I was
1: just like kind of out of nowhere it's not a thing that people usually like have like, as <laughs> that's we, true I don't know. It was but like, that, wait, okay.
0: That I feel is like actually kind of accurate to like a holiday Christmas movie. Like a an absurd thing like that where it's yeah. like, that's your job. Okay. Um, oh, Also, Michael Urie really into plants.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's his personality trait.
1: But also, so Michael Yuri is 41 mm. and visibly much older than Philemon Chambers who is like 26 or something. Yeah. And so it's like, why are you trying to tell us that these are roommates and best friends when one is easily 15 years older than the other <laughs> yeah. one? Like, they didn't meet at the same—like, maybe—I guess it's possible, but strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. a bit strange. Um, this is a very, really dumb question, slash weird do you think those are Barry Bostwick's real real teeth? Because <laughs> <laughs> they
1: were very distracting. Don't distract. come for Mr. Bostwick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr.
0: Bostwick, but
1: yeah, um, they were
0: distracting me. It's
1: not the face I remember, <laughs> no. Like if that's what you're going for. But yeah, um, Barry Bostwick was also in, um, starred in Rocky Horror Picture right. Show as Brad. As Brad. Because so I, I was like, this man, who did they, what man did they get to play this? And I was like, oh, it's him. Yeah. He does, yeah, he does great. But yeah, he's a little off putting.
0: Well, the whole family is, the quite whole family off-putting. is,
1: the whole family is very off putting. Like,
0: no boundaries in sight.
1: Not a one. Everyone is setting up, playing tricks. Like, there's one part where they just like throw out the mom's Christmas tree and like get a new one because she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I got a fake tree. And they're like, you're an idiot oh you're such an idiot and they like throw it in the garbage and go get a new one and she's like what like this family needs boundaries
0: yeah also the guy that he gets set up with i forget his name right um they go on like three or four dates like the week before christmas i'm just like is this all you have going on like
1: yeah like you don't have yeah do
0: you have a family
1: (laughs) well i guess maybe he doesn't he just has his job and he has what is what was his deal?
0: He was a well. He's a personal trainer because right. that's how Kathy knows him. C-
1: Chris Carroll.
0: Sorry, <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy. It's and not and Christmas, Christmas, Kathy. Carol, Christmas, Kathy. Um, and that's literally again like his own, only trait is like he's hot and nice and
1: muscular and lives in this random small town in mm-hmm. like Pennsylvania. Um, and also, spoiler alert to the end of it, the all of a sudden the two characters realize that they are in love with each other and that they should both move home and oh, yeah. be near the family. And so they decide to do that. Just that.
0: Yeah.
1: From wherever, New York or wherever. Well, you can
0: are. write a children, children's book anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can task grab it anywhere, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And if you're uh, unhealthily attached to plants, you can do that from the store that you buy. Oh, right.
0: He buys him a store. He buys him a Spoiler store. Alert.
1: Um. And, yeah, it's not that easy to just buy a store. No. But he did it seemingly in a mo- in moment's notice. Yeah. From, oh, from his book money.
0: Right, 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 right. Which it is, I guess, why they set that up. Anyway. It's not good. It's not good. I wanted it to be good so bad. Like, the ads made it look cute.
1: Yeah, and actually, honestly, in some ways, I'm like, well, maybe how formulaic it is is a step Because that I'm hmm. like, well... Uh it's just kind of like all this other sort of holiday trash out here, but but I did it I did have a couple of higher hopes for it, but I did too. Oh well.
0: Just some just some like fun lines even, you know? Yeah. Like the I think the only line that really made me like laugh out loud was when he says like, Oh, so your mom has like a holiday specific drag name. Mm. And that's a low that's low hanging fruit, frankly. But it worked
1: for me. Yeah, it did get you. It did. Low-hanging fruit like a mistletoe, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do they have berries?
1: Yeah, they have berries. Are they white? No, they're red. Famously red.
0: I think I'm Uh, picturing the wrong plant. Yeah,
1: haven't you ever, when you were a kid, you drew the two little red berries and the two little green leaves? (laughs) Pointy leaves?
0: I don't know. I'm doubting myself now. Well... With that, we need to take a break. So it's time now to grab a cup of something warm, curl up by a lit tree in a dark room, and hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to our cozy fireside chat in just a minute here. (sighs) But first, um, Sean, do you know what time it is?
1: It's... Is the 24th, the day before Christmas, right?
0: (laughs) I thought so. (laughs) Nope. It is game time. Whoa. Jingle, jingle, jingle. jingle. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Jingle, jingle, jingle.
0: For those of you who don't know or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I, always me, definitely always me, (laughs) Sonia, finds a, a movie that Sean and Jeremy have not seen. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. And then we all have a good...
1: Tee-hee-hee. tee hee yeah. Sean? Yes. Are you
0: ready to play the game?
1: Um, I'm ready.
0: Good. And we also have a written submission from Jeremy, so you shan't be playing alone. Oh, good. The title for today's game is Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale.
1: Rare Exports, colon?
0: Colon, A Christmas <laughs> Tale. You know it. It's important to get that punctuation right.
1: Well, all of these Christmas things are like, here's the title, colon, Here's another piece. Yeah,
0: subtitle. Yeah.
1: Like, holidays in New Hampshire, colon, when a...
0: White when a, people. <laughs> yeah, we're called
1: white people. <laughs> um, okay, so Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. I believe that this is about... So Santa is sort of a ruthless um, anthropologist, like, curator, museum curator. He has um, a very famous museum in the North Pole, and he stocks it full of a lot of... Treasures and antiquities from uh, all across the globe that he has snatched because he is, you know, you know what he can do with that slate. <laughs> so he drops off a few presents and then he's like, oh, don't mind if I do. And he takes a few things. And so he's got quite the collection of illegal goods that he has mm. um, thrifted from all over the world. But um, a, a really nice, like, elf that works in his warehouse discovers that he also has quite the. He has a love for um, antiques and uh, and things. And so he discovers that Santa has been taking these, pilfering them without his knowledge or without the other people's consent. And so then he and his friend decide to steal all of the things out of the museum and give them back to their rightful places.
0: Wow.
1: And it's very, it's like a heist movie. It's really fun.
0: That does sound fun. Yeah. First Santa's workshop, next the British Museum. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Um, Okay, so Jer says, Rare Exports is about a group of drug dealers (laughs) who see Santa's sleigh go down over Columbia. (laughs) They choose to help using their drug network to deliver gifts. (laughs) Cocaine use goes up 1,000% that year.
1: Wow. You know, it's not often we hear Jeremy's pitch for this, (laughs) and I'm quite surprised.
0: I wonder how many of them would be cocaine-based.
1: Seemingly all of them, 100% as of now.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, Jerry. Okay, well, unfortunately, neither of you were right in any way, shape, or
1: form. No. Sadly. No, why?
0: Uh, because Rare Exports, colon, A Christmas Tale is actually a Finnish eco-horror.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Say that again. Uh,
0: a young boy named Pietari and his friend, J-U-S-O, mm. J-U-U-S-O, okay. of course, think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered the tomb of Santa Claus. Okay. However, this is a monstrous, evil Santa, much <laughs> unlike the cheery Saint Nick of legend. Oh,
1: my God.
0: When Pietari's father captures a feral old man in his wolf trap, the man may hold the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing.
1: What? <laughs> Oh, my God. Honestly,
0: I have more questions than answers after reading that.
1: Everything you said makes, makes me, I, wow.
0: But apparently it's really good. Um, it has a great rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so.
1: So you Rare see an old man get caught in a wolf trap. <laughs> Children are being slaughtered. Yeah. Reindeer are being slaughtered. Yeah. Dang. But, well, and
0: apparently it's also about toxic masculinity.
1: And what does this have to do with eco-terrorism?
0: Mm, uh, I think the drilling, drilling the project. Drilling. Yeah. Something okay.
1: like that. Yeah. Well, the Finland does not mess around with their <laughs> plots, do, not, do they? They do not.
0: <laughs> they said, oh, sorry, cheery Christmas movie? I don't know. Her.
1: Not for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Sean. Yes. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What are you going to be up to on Christmas morning?
1: Oh, let me tell you. Picture it. Ah, Christmas morning. <laughs> when folks from the far and wide gather around the radio or device and tune into 91.3 FM CJTR, right at right now, to enjoy Home for the Holidays with Vincent Murphy. Home for the Holidays is two magical hours of Christmas stories, holiday music, and special visitors. Make yourself at home this Christmas from. Uh, Christmas morning from 8 to 10, right here on C- 91.3 FM, CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Ooh, so that's what I'm going to do.
0: Sounds festive. Are you going to join me? If I'm awake.
1: <laughs> if you're awake, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I guess. 8 o'clock to me is outrageous, but. It's a little early. Um, I meant outrageous to sleep until 8 o'clock. Oh. But. <laughs> but I see we're coming like, at it. Yeah,
0: I agree. That is outrageous. We're
1: coming at it from different angles here. I see.
0: Are you Are you an early riser on Christmas? Yes. Mm. I'm
1: an early riser all the time. And sometimes yeah. it drives me crazy. Yeah. Because I would love to she would just roll around for, like, honestly, my sister, she will think nothing of 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You too?
0: Not not as much. Like, I used to be able to sleep like that more. And now I feel like I'm not able to. But if I'm tired, I can sleep till like noon. My body just is, I think, built a little different.
1: I haven't done it. Yeah. Maybe when I was like a teenager, Mm. I could have done that. But
0: yeah, my ideal, honestly, would be like going to bed at like two or three and sleeping till like 11 or 12.
1: Two or three in the morning? Yes. I know.
0: That's absurd. That's what my brain does. Oh
1: my gosh. I
0: know. Chronotypes, they're a thing.
1: Chronatica. (laughs) (laughs) Chronatica. The remix album.
0: Beautiful. Well, on that note, uh, let's keep talking about.
1: Yes, thank festive- you for playing the game. Uh, oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: Jeremy and think? Sean, thank you for playing the game.
1: Thank you, Sonia. <laughs> thank, thank Jeremy you, Jer. takes his little baggie of cocaine and leaves.
0: <laughs> uh, it's so funny because like Jerry would be the last one of us to do cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, well, you introduced that last one, so I will talk about something else I've been watching. Um, I got my eyes on a little project on Netflix again called Tick Tick Boom.
1: Oh, I'm excited to see this.
0: Mm-hmm. So I wasn't—I didn't really know a lot about it. Yeah. All I knew was that it was about uh, Jonathan Larson, the man who wrote Rent, um, and who actually died, like I think, as like it was like opening opening on Broadway. night or something. It's, it was very, incredibly sad. Yeah, very sad.
1: Um.
0: Okay, so. This is embarrassing. I fully thought that Jonathan Larson was a gay man who died of AIDS. Hmm. And he was not either of those things.
1: Um, did he not die of AIDS? No. Oh, well. He
0: yeah. had like a heart condition. <gasps> but so that's, I think it's because, so Rent obviously is very much about the HIV AIDS epidemic. Yeah. And was shaped by his own experiences watching his friends and loved ones die. Yeah. Because
1: I saw he died young and I was like, well, that must have been same. But no. My apologies, <laughs> Mr. Larson.
0: Same. I was wrong. Um, and then, okay, so this is a film directed by Lynn manuel Miranda. And again, I was misinformed because I thought it was just about Jonathan Larson and that he had, like, written a musical about Jonathan Larson, like, trying to make it as a playwright in New York. Right. In fact, <laughs> this is a musical that Larson himself wrote um, in the year kind of before he wrote Rent. So, basically, he tried... He spent, like... I think it was like seven years writing this crazy sci-fi conceptual musical um, called Superbia, I think is what it is. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, That's loosely based on Orwell's 1984. Um, And then spoiler alert, it did not really go anywhere. Yeah. And so this was uh, a musical that he then made about that process of trying to make that musical and about his own life. Um, And it's, so, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, Lin-Manuel Miranda did an amazing job of writing songs that sound like Jonathan Larson's. songs. <laughs> like, this is uncanny how much it sounds John, like him yeah. uh, because he wrote them he, <laughs> himself.
1: Yeah, Lynn has talents, but I don't think he has those talents. No,
0: I don't think so either. Like, I was genuinely shocked. Um, it stars Andrew Garfield, who apparently could not sing before this and, like, kind of still can't. But, like, he's pretty good
1: at it. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it, but a, is this part of the Andrew Garfield Renaissance? Yeah. Because he's having, like, he has this and he has Spider Man, but I haven't seen it, but Me I, I I know he's in it. Anyway, I feel like he's just popping up again. The
0: Garfield Assange. The
1: Garfield Assange. People are, I feel like people have turned on him for a bit, and now mm. we're embracing him again as, as it goes, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,. Yeah, I will I would love to watch this.
0: Yeah, I think you'd like it. It um it's interesting because I feel like it has a lot of the same like themes and ideas as Rent and you can kind of see him like developing those ideas and questions and yeah. um and you can then kind of see how it's like coming from his own life because the Tick Tick Boom is uh, autobiographical. Mm-hmm. So, he plays himself and like talks about his real life. Um yeah, the music's pretty good. Not as good as Rent. Like, it kind. Of, this is rough, but it, like, made me want to watch Rent. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I would rather just watch Rent.
1: Well, yeah. It is, like, it did, like, change, like, modern musicals. Yeah, truly. Um, really. uh, this is very... It kind of relates to my next thing that I watched mm. because Jonathan Larson had a relationship with Sondheim
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: where he, like, not that kind of relationship, but he would, like, run things by him and Sondheim would, like... You know, would be like, he liked to keep abreast of what was going on with the, the younger playwrights. And I think he has a, a, like, somebody represents him in the film.
0: Yeah, Bradley Whitford plays Sondheim in the film, and he's actually really good.
1: Who's Bradley Whitford? Uh, the
0: uh, the dad from Get Out. And he was on The West Wing.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he's really good in it.
1: Okay. Um, so I watched another thing this week called west side story
0: oh yeah it's out
1: yeah i went with a friend of the show ben schneider um obviously lyrics by stephen sondheim who passed away like this month yeah not even less than that probably like like, a couple weeks ago so it is very interesting that like two things that are sort of you know like referencing him Mm. or just straight up his work are like in theaters right now um and it was so good yeah yeah it was like from the like opening like the cinematography is amazing mm. steven spielberg uh directed it and it looks like a very classic like 60s musical it's like i was very impressed um and like just from the opening notes when you're like oh these dirty gangster kids are doing a very intense choreo in the street and it's just like it was I loved it.
0: While snap fighting. Yes.
1: (laughs) Well, or in this case, real fighting. Things got a little bloody. Mm -hmm. Um, The set, I honestly can barely understand because it's like in the midst of all of these like buildings being torn down, like all the projects being torn down to like make way for new things. And they're kind of – it's within all of these rubble that a lot of the action takes place. And so I'm like, where – how did they film this um Mm. rita moreno who plays anita from the 60s version plays like she's um kind of the doc character she like runs the pharmacy and she although ben and i were kind of confused by her because she is like puerto rican woman her name is valentina and she like hires uh the Tony character to work in her shop, and then she kind of is the sort of mother character, like protector of all of the other Jets, mm-hmm. but they're like, but they're very racist and like mm. weird. So it's like, I don't understand why this character is like the mother character for them. Mm. Um, and uh, like, why is she protecting them? Um, and they changed. They changed a few things. They changed position of a few songs that actually made them have better meaning. Like Rita Moreno sing, gets to sing a little a song that usually called somewhere that usually is just like sung over a ballet. It's just sung by someone off off stage, but she she gets to sing it. Um, and what else was going to say? Oh, so then the performances. This woman named Ariana Debose plays. Uh, Anita, and you might recognize her as the bullet from Hamilton.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: She is so good. Her dancing is insane. Mm. Um, I was reading that she, there was a few, she had, she went through like a few different shoes because they melted because of a combination of the weather and how intense the choreo was. Whoa. Because she is really dancing her little face off. Um, and then. <laughs> And then there's another character played by Mike Feist. He plays Riff, who's, like, the sort of um, Tony's, like, friend, who's, like, a much more... He's very, like, a tragic, angry, like, pointy, prickly, like, person who, spoiler alert, gets stabbed. Mm. Um, But... And that kid is from... He was from Dear Evan Hansen. He plays, like, Connor.
0: Oh! Yeah. So, he's he's, so good. yeah he he's was like the only good part. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, actually, he, I don't know if he played it in the movie. He did it in the stage. Oh, okay. He originated the stage role. Mm. Yeah. Um, and um, who? Uh, yeah, Ansel Elgort's in it. Oh, he does. Yeah. He does fine. They obviously a lot of the promos don't focus on him at all, really, because he is going. He's. I don't know. Things have not.
0: He's been accused of some very. He's been dark accused things. of things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Rachel Ziegler is in her first, she plays Anita. She has a very beautiful voice, but she's like, you know, other – she's fine. She's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, would I know her from anything?
1: No. She – this is, yeah, her, like, first film. Oh, nice. Um, But, yeah, it was, like – it was really great, and I very much enjoyed myself.
0: Mm, yeah, I can't wait to watch it, actually. Yeah,
1: it was just very cinematic. Mm.
0: So is it set in the 60s, or is it, like, contemporary –
1: It is set in the sixties. Oh, fun, fun,
0: fun. Okay, good.
1: So, also clothes.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say clothes clothes. are great. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll watch that with my mom.
1: Yes, get out there. We there was literally like six people in the theater. Theater was crawling with people. Six people in our. Yeah.
0: um, Not a super big music. I know. I was like,
1: I was like, it's gonna sell out. We gotta get our tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh I
0: guess Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man.
1: Spider Man. All the Spider Men's.
0: Is it unrelated? Is this another animated Spider-Man or a
1: it's
0: live action? The one
1: that's just out? Yeah. Live action. I have not
0: been paying attention. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: because
0: you said Andrew Garfield. Andrew
1: Garfield, yeah. Oh. Because, spoiler alert, but there's like a timeline situation where all of the Spider-Mens are in the same timeline. So that's why Mm. Toby and Andrew pop up. Oh. Yeah. But I also haven't seen it. Clearly, clearly, clearly i have not either yeah because <laughs> so
0: you're like is it a cartoon <laughs> i'm like what if you did see it and had that question. that yeah yeah um okay well we could go into what you're watching that's really what we've been doing this whole time it
1: is a huge what you watching so
0: we could just talk about something else oh something that i watched um actually for the show that we were gonna have last week that we then were not able to do oh, due R. to R. A, a you know complicated something yeah um Jared and I were going to do odd couples as our theme because, you know, we're so opposite. Yeah, yeah. And I watched something that has come up on the show a few times that I've wanted to watch for so long, which is Twins.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which is about um, an experiment that takes place where (laughs) these scientists take, like, six of the most impressive and, like, important men around the world. So, like, you know, rocket scientists, like, athletes and all of that. And they found a way to, like, impregnate a woman with all of their <laughs> genetic material at once. Sick,
1: okay.
0: Because um, they're trying to create, like, a superhuman in this experiment. Um, but it turns out that that woman actually gave birth to two babies, one of whom turns out to be all Arnold the, Schwarzenegger.
1: Does yeah,
0: and one of whom is Danny DeVito. <laughs>
1: that is so rude to Danny. I
0: know. They very cruelly in the film, someone says to him like, "You're like all the leftover junk genetic material <laughs> from Arnold Schwarzenegger." <laughs> but bas- so basically. Arnold's character. I I should have written down their names, but I forget. No, <laughs> I watched it last. Year. Arnold
1: brother, Danny brother. Arnold
0: bro- Arnold brother escapes from the isolated island that he's been kept on while he's like training to be the most perfect perfect man on earth. But he finds out that he has this twin brother, so he goes to find him. And so he does, he shows up, and Danny DeVito, brother, (laughs) is this, like, low-life scammer who's, like, you know, got all these women on the side and stealing cars. And so, basically, Danny DeVito, like, ropes him into his crime hijinks, um, and then they go on an adventure together. Have you seen it?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Honestly, it's really funny. (laughs) It's really, Arnold is so charming
1: really i think i missed i'm like i'm mixing it up like what's the one when arnold's pregnant
0: (laughs) oh mr mom is that it no
1: that's something else i don't know um arnold is like get gets himself into some movies he
0: really really does um yeah it's it's really good it's just really charming all right sweet and like yeah danny devito is this you know like he he was raised in an orphanage, and so he's got, like, trauma, and he's, like, you know, this, like, tough, angry, mean guy. And then sweet, Inner, innocent, <laughs> sweet innocent Arnold comes in and just, like, turns his world upside down and teaches him to love again. And wow. then they're, like, besties at the end. Spoiler alert.
1: Best friend brothers. Yeah. It's really, really cute. That's very sweet.
0: Highly uh, recommend.
1: <laughs> um... Have you seen Jingle All the Way in a while? Not
0: in a so long, and I should. I
1: also feel like I want, because now I'm just thinking of Arnold's filmic roles that he's taken. But, like, I guess in that, it's so weird because it's like, what movie references that Arnold is this person? Because it's like, you're a six foot tall, like, gigantic, like, Austrian man. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: And in, like, Jingle All the Way, he's just like someone's dad like he is a very normal man yeah but it's like why you can't just not reference that he is the strangest person in the city
0: (laughs) right like he is an anomaly yeah
1: an adonis An adonis
0: isn't sinbad also in that
1: yes and him and sinbad are are racing around town to get the tubo man uh, like (laughs) <laughs> doll
0: that was perfect
1: thank you um, tubo man <laughs> tubo <laughs> and uh, sinbad i think like um gets him i think he commits like acts of terrorism to like get it he's like bombing things <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he tries to like i think the end is uh he's like chasing the child like up a building uh, so as you do as you can really, you know, Christmas shopping can make you really lose it.
0: Yeah, it sure is that, yeah. Is that I what I had you to were go. I had to go to the mall this week, so yeah, I really can. Oh, I yeah. don't understand people's inability to perceive space around them <laughs> and think about how they're moving through it.
1: Like um, just uh, well, the mall. The mall is a very t- it's a scary tough place. It's a dark place. <laughs> yeah, i I went there last week. There's the stores in there. There are stores you've never seen in your life. Absolutely. And will never see again.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm like, what is this handmade goods store selling, like, <laughs> cotton candy with popcorn on top and calling it a product? It's very strange.
0: Yeah, of course. There was one that was, like, novelty. What was it called? It was. I think it was literally called, like, Novelty Items. And it was just, like, a blank empty store with some shelves and lots of, like,
1: novelty T-shirts items.
0: and, like, mugs and stuff.
1: Well... They, they didn't promise you anything. They didn't deliver <laughs>
0: You're not wrong about that. <laughs> That's true. Um, what have you been watching
1: this um, week? What to else? be honest, I haven't watched a ton. I had a very busy week.
0: Oh, mm. well, you were in things.
1: I, yes, I was in SpongeBob the Musical this week. <laughs> um, So I I did four shows of that, and then I also did a, another performance on Saturday. So I didn't have a ton of time to get in front of the, the old computer. But mm. I think this this week I will definitely be lounging oh yeah extremely hard
0: yeah same yeah. watching some things um one thing i did get some eyeballs on that is a very Christmassy thing in my mind is um greta gerwig's adaptation of little women
1: oh yeah that is very christmas
0: oh just wholesome and it just makes me cry like <laughs> just wholesome <laughs> just so wholesome like i put it on and i just felt instantly felt cozy yeah and then also wept and wept not instantly but like it
1: just makes me cry. Um, when Last week for the trains episode that we did, mm-hmm. I watched Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm. Um, and then, uh, as listeners might know, I was quite shocked to find out there's not barely any trains in it. There's like a streetcar <laughs> yeah, in try. it for like a moment. And that's about I it. I forgot about that. Um, but that was, I was like, this is bringing up major Christmas vibes for me. There's like, um, I forget who the actress is. She's like judah garland's like little sister mm. and she's obsessed with making a little snowman she's also kind of freaky she she's like when they're moving she's like i guess i have to kill my snowman family oh, yeah. which i was like why would you phrase it like that um um but yeah that was so great and that version of um uh <laughs> little woman <laughs> no the the version of the song that she sings it's oh, very popular uh, which i can't remember it than right now
0: have yourself a merry little christmas yeah so good. Did you know that originally um, it was a very dark version of "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas"? Like it was like in a minor key. The words were all sad, and Judy Garland said, "I will not sing this. This is too sad. The people need a festive Christmas song."
1: She was right, and she was, she was and like just right. think
0: that's such a lasting, like iconic song. Oh. And it could have been very different.
1: It could have been such a downer.
0: Yeah, I saw someone on TikTok sing the like original version. It literally is like we'll never be together again. Like just sad, oh, sad no, things Because no, no, no. it's a sad movie, but
1: not really. Well, kinda. I don't I was like, you guys are re- overreacting extremely <laughs> they're like, wait, we can never leave Saint Louis. Like, chill out, all of you. Um and it's literally like There's like one, the dad is supporting like 12 people and he's like, we could move and I could make more money at this other place. And they're like, no.
0: (laughs) No, daddy. (laughs) No,
1: daddy, I'll never leave St. Louis. We're we're hosting the expo, don't you know? No,
0: daddy, we love Missouri.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The expo's in our own backyard, dad. We can never leave. I yeah, they, I found them quite quite rude to that dad. They <laughs> you, were,
0: it was a different dad. It was. Uh,
1: um, yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we both just look at each other. I don't. Know, I thought maybe you had something else.
1: No, I don't have much else to say.
0: Um, I also watched but The it, Holiday. <laughs> I can't not watch that movie. Did I talk about this already? The
1: Holiday, like Queen Latifah, or no,
0: that's Last Holiday, uh, and I should rewatch that to be honest.
1: Because yeah. I Love
0: Queen Latifah.
1: Except it's that's kind of a bummer. The the way they set it up, I'm like, oh, it's like you're going to die and you can't afford the operation. So <laughs> no, cash forgot. out your money and you've got a month or whatever. I forgot about that part. And that's very sad to me.
0: But the good news is Queen Latifah is actually alive.
1: She's and alive. alive. And, yeah, they just got the x-ray wrong or whatever. I don't know. She should be using that money to sue the pants off whoever told her she was going <laughs> to die in a month. <laughs>
0: the x-ray technician. Yeah. Uh, but
1: X-ray tech will never work again.
0: Not in this town. No, I watched the um, like the one with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, right? And Jude Law and Jack Black, right? Just had to say all, that,
1: it. All, all of them. That's a very sweet
0: film. It is. It really does hold up.
1: Well, I guess I've the I'm really into Cameron Diaz's life, where she's in that little That cozy little house with Jude Law creeping around. That's <laughs> just
0: a, creeping around. <laughs> That's a good one. It is a good one. And those little girls are really cute.
1: And they are Jude Law's daughters? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: Oh, right. That's a bit a of a plot point. Yeah. Because he's texting them. Mm-hmm. And she gets angry.
0: Or they, like, call him and she sees the phone and is like, oh, Olivia.
1: Oh. Mm. Get over it, Cameron. <laughs> get,
0: get over it, Cameron. What, did your husband cheat on you like two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, true. Yes. <laughs> well, that is all the time we have for this week. I'd like to give a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manitouna, my co-hosts Sean and Jeremy, everyone at CJTR, and to you, our sweet listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. And heads up, we have a new rebroadcast time.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Fridays at 3 p.m., so, check us out there.
1: Yeah. Do not be listening at Thursdays at noon. No. Now, Fridays or, at Or, I
0: mean, you could. <laughs> I don't no, know what's do on not, there now. Do not. <laughs> do not listen to anything except our show. Yeah. Just kidding. We're sorry, CJTR. <laughs> we don't mean it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, and we're also available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Happy holidays and stay safe.
1: Yes, yeah, stay safe. Have a great new year. Stay
0: cozy. <laughs> we'll see you. Not next year, but...
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) you'll hear us next year. Bye. Bye.